Champions for Parents podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins, friends and supporters of parents and caregivers affected by disability. We love them and we are them. them. Today on the podcast, we want to talk about special needs families finding community. Yes. So why do you think we need community, Julie? Well, there are many parts of community that help us just get through, right? Here's a couple. To have a sense of belonging, we know how important that yes. is. To talk through the hard stuff. Do yes. we have hard stuff? The we hard have hard stuff. stuff. All the time. To get a biblical perspective. So important. We're going to talk about each one of these a little bit more. To also get some fresh ideas. To ask for specific help. And to come alongside someone else in their struggle. Right. So community is important for all of those. So let's talk about all those a bit. And how does how does community give us a sense of belonging? Okay. The special needs life is a difficult one, we know, and can be very lonely. There are few people who understand the struggle, struggles that we have, except those who have a disability or love someone who has a disability. Being in community with other families affected by disability gives a sense of belonging, and it helps with perspective. We went years without having that kind of community. If we spend a good portion of our time around folks we are doing life who are doing life the way we wish we could, mm-hmm. right, um, we tend to get discouraged, disappointed, envious, and sometimes angry. I don't know about you, but when I spend time with parents who are raising children with special needs, I realize more and more how precious our children are, how grand the smallest victories are, and that through the challenges of this life around disability, we can get deeper and grow stronger. So you mentioned that community affords the opportunity to talk through the hard stuff. What do you mean by that? Oh, boy. When you're going through a tough time, you want support from folks who do not judge you, mm-hmm. who sympathize with you without pitying you. We've had all of this happen to us, haven't we? We've had people judge us. We've had people pity us. Who may have experienced the same thing or someone's, something similar and have wisdom for you mm. and who have learned tips on how to stay healthy emotionally and mentally through the struggle. Right. So we've talked about needing community for a sense of belonging and to talk through the hard stuff. What else can we gain by being in community? So we have such a precious opportunity when we spend time with others who not only we can relate to because of special needs, but also because we're striving to live according to the way that God wants us to live. In the special needs world, We can get bogged down with the ways of the world because we need to interact pretty intensely with the public education system, many of us, and with therapists and with medical folks who may not be on the same page or the same wavelength spiritually. I love it so much that a core group of us, seven moms and one grandma, get together locally for weekly Bible study as much as we can. We go straight to the Word of God to help us have the right heart and mind in the daily matters of life. We get filled with truth and talk over priorities as we get to know deeper the heart of our God. You know, this also gives us a sense of accountability because we're all studying God's Word together and we can help each other when we're starting to slide off that path a little bit. We also have large group gatherings with parents, moms and dads, six times each year where we get the opportunity to discuss 
and work out how to approach life and live out life biblically. Yeah, that is so good because we can lose sight of biblical perspectives that we want to live by. A community with other Christians uh, help us to stay on the straight and narrow path. It does. It does. So, so what are uh, what's another benefit of being in the community with other families affected by disability? Sometimes we just need some fresh ideas, right? Yes. Just like other folks, we can get a little stale in our routines. It's wonderful to be in community with others to share different ways we've handled the dailies of our lives. For example, we can ask others, how do you fit in getting the laundry done in between all those doctor or therapy appointments? We might ask some other folks, what kinds of sensory toys are calming for your child? Meal planning is not happening right now, and we are eating out way too much. It's not healthy, and it's expensive. And it's getting more and more expensive, for sure. So we can ask somebody else, what do you do to get healthy meals on the table for your family? You might want to talk over how to prepare for an IEP, right? Those are intense. And what do you say to a teacher you think is not understanding your child? Right. So how else can being um, a part of a community benefit special needs family? So, you know, this is the perfect place to share your needs. Other people don't really understand your needs unless you're kind of in this community. So one of the moms in our group severely broke her ankle. She has four young children. She had to get through the surgery. (laughs) And now is in the middle of at least three months of immobility. I can't even imagine. How do you do that with four children? We had four children, but she has four children, one of whom is a crawling baby and three others who have varying degrees of special needs. When our community found out, they came out of the gate within hours. I was so proud of them. I was so blessed by them. And this is what they did. They set up meal train to provide dinners for the family. There were some who went over to the house and ran errands for mom. There were some who took the mom where she needed to go. There were some who ordered and had delivered new sensory toys and activities to help keep those kids focused and occupied. Somebody else went over and took care of the family dog. They got the dog out when it needed to go out, took it for a little walk, and brought it back. And this poor mom, she ordered groceries and had them delivered to her house but she couldn't get up to go outside to get her groceries. So they're sitting out on the sidewalk and she called a friend who was in our community, wasn't a friend before we all had this special needs need and and went looking for each other, but she called her and she came over and just brought her groceries in the house. And then she needed some help getting the kids to school. And then on the heels of that, another family was going through a particularly difficult and scary time with a child in crisis. The community came alongside them immediately by listening to the difficult demands of their day. Sometimes that's just what we need, somebody to listen to us and not, like we said before, not judge Mm -hmm. us and, you know, and come to conclusions that weren't going to be helpful for us, right? Um, Brainstorming ideas that might ease their heavy burdens. Yeah, that's a good thing. But that's what we did. We did it for like 30 minutes at the end of Bible study. We just sat and we talked about, well, how can we help? And what other ideas can the community come together for? What can therapists do? What can hospitals do? What can doctors do for your child? Um, And then somebody else, again, set up a meal train for them. And, oh, and then there was one day 
when this mom who also has um, her mom who is disabled, who lives with her, had an appointment and her son was going to be in all day therapy, but the facility where he was going to be will not dispense medications. And he needed his medication a couple times that day. So there was another friend in the group, in a part of the community, who went over and gave this young man mm -hmm. his meds. So neither of those situations is done. This is long term. They will have ongoing needs for a while. This community will strive, I know it because I know these people, to keep the needs fresh and do whatever they can to help. This is what community is all about. Right. It's, it's a lot about giving. It's, yes. it's, it's not all about getting. Uh, but community gives people the opportunity to bless others with whatever they can do as well. Yeah. You and I had the privilege of starting a special needs parent support group about seven years yeah. ago, and it is going strong. We've seen this community grow, not only in number, but in deeper friendships and very practical ways um, for each other, for helping each other, to support each other. We are often blown away with how people who already have more on their plate than looks yeah. doable really are going the extra mile to help others. Anyone who has jumped in to bring a meal or babysit or clean or run errands or send an encouraging card or give a ride to or to simply celebrate a victory has been blessed themselves by the doing. Yes. Uh, now we know that there's benefits and blessings that are part of the community. And, and it brings blessings such as having a sense of belonging, uh, talking through the hard stuff, getting a biblical perspective getting fresh ideas, asking for specific help, and coming alongside someone else in their struggle and offering them help. So let's talk about ways that someone can find this community. Yeah, because we hear from people all the time that don't have this. Right. And we didn't have it prior to seven years ago, right? right? But they didn't have that. And they really need to have some support and come alongside other people as yeah, well. Yeah, so there, here's a, a few ways to look for this. Uh, first, you look for a local church that has a disability ministry. Good idea. I would look for that first. Mm -hmm. Or you could join social media groups made up of parents or caregivers. You can ask um, special ed teachers at schools and, and aides about groups that they may be familiar with. It's a good resource. Mm -hmm. uh, join special programs. For those with disabilities, and there's uh, a, a lot of, of parents that are um, that are involved with that. Uh, sports programs, um, mm -hmm. you know, special needs soccer, special needs yeah, t-ball. Yeah, Yeah, we know um, about those. Yes, uh, you could create play dates between children uh, with disabilities and get together with with the parents yes. and the kids together. Uh, or you could suggest meetups at public places like parks, libraries, etc. Yeah, those are all really good ways. We wanted to get some more ideas for you all, so we asked this question on some special needs parent support groups or parent groups on Facebook, and here's some other suggestions from the parents in those groups. Sometimes, one person said, local children's businesses like gymnastics organizations or children's museums or children's activity centers have scheduled time specifically designed for those with disabilities. Look to see if you have anything like that in your area. Make it a point to go and see if there's other families there that maybe you can connect with. Good idea. Ask the therapist that service your family was another idea. 
If there are other families they know who might be willing to connect with you. You can try looking on Facebook for a group specific to the diagnosis of your loved one. So there's Down syndrome groups, there's autism groups, there's a pretty large group for our child's diagnosis, charge syndrome as well. So look for those. And so here's some other ideas that we found from groups online. Um, some, some parents said our large neighborhood has a special needs Facebook group uh, where we exchange info on events and any questions that we might have. And they say, I hope to get our homeowners association to have uh, activities for our many kids. They sponsor all kinds of things our kids can't manage. That happens a lot, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. One lady said, I chose a church outside my denomination because they have a large, well-organized special needs program for toddlers on into adult. And boy, do we hear that a lot, too, that there's no place for a child mm-hmm. in a particular church. And so they have to go around and look for a place that's good for their kids, right? Um, she, This particular lady said there are sensory rooms in that church for special needs kids during services and activities for parents to meet at other functions. And someone else shared that there's a foundation uh, begun about 10 years ago uh, just for residents uh, of their county that provides grants for therapies and the like. Uh, the foundation is constantly sponsoring events and educational presentations and supportive activities for parents and the kids. How cool is that? Yeah, and they, they also send out notices of other events and resources by local groups and businesses and schools. So cool. you can keep uh, keep an eye out for that. I should find out where they live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although we love where we are because we are very supported. Okay. And then another one. Our city recreation center made modifications to their schedule when I asked for Saturday music class instead of during school time. They've begun a recreation program aimed at adults who have nothing to do after graduation. And how many times do we hear from yeah. those folks? Our younger kids, there are 6 through 12, who attend, love the program. Music is a biggie for most autistic kids. And uh, it continue with the... the, Yeah, another another idea, yeah. yeah. Another church pre-COVID hosted a buffet dinner for special needs families in the area, and then the church band played music for the kids to dance to. So that was pre-COVID, and, you know, when it becomes post-COVID, and we're getting there in some places, and and I think more and more things will open up, it can happen again, probably. And then the church band played music for the kids to dance to. Kids, even in wheelchairs, were loving it. I would have loved to have been there. Those who attended really enjoyed the opportunity to meet other parents. And then uh, just another thing is uh, you could find a leader for your local special needs association and and ask uh, ask them if you can join them as a leader for uh, your area yeah, and, yeah. And, and volunteer to help. Right. And this person said, I was supported by the Down Syndrome Association of Wisconsin. Uh, they became an unofficial chapter leader and organizer for their area for a few years. And they invited invited her to state uh, to a statewide conference every year and, and everything. So she was very much part of the organization. It looked like it filled uh, a need for her as well yeah. to be yeah. involved with that. That's pretty cool. A church near us, another person says, has Saturday morning events for disabled adults and oh Saturday monthly. Saturday monthly events for disabled adults and their family and friends. A buffet dinner, then an activity like painting, a craft, or dance. No charge. 
but donations are accepted. That's neat. That is good. So in conclusion, we encourage you to find community for you and for your family. The special needs life can be so overwhelming and often leads families affected by disabilities to be isolated. Don't let this happen to you. You are not alone. Mm, Find your people. Make connections. Help each other through this challenging life. And we are here for you as well. We invite you to check out our website, championsforparents.com. That's champions4parents.com. We invite you to email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. Also, come find Champions for Parents on Facebook. If you feel led to give financially to help us to continue to support, equip, and empower people like you, um, then how can they do that, Tom? Yeah, we're missionaries to parents through REF, Reformed Evangelistic Fellowship out of Bristol, Tennessee. And for instructions, you can uh, go to our webpage uh, up in the top. Our webpage is championsforparents.com and click the Donate button at the top tab and uh, in the menu selection at the top and for further instructions. We are so glad that you joined us today and we encourage you, go find your people. Get in community. Yes. See you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.